Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leak and Suzanne Paling. Hello and welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Thanks for listening today. I'm Suzanne Paling. And I'm Jennifer Leak. We'd like to start out by introducing our sponsor, Employment Screening Services. They offer fast, accurate, and responsive background services to help you make better hiring decisions. After 30 years, they have employee screening down to a science. You may recall an earlier podcast about step four in our recommended hiring process, the second interview. In that podcast, we defined the second interview, provided tips for conducting an effective one, and discussed some common mistakes hiring managers might make. If you missed that podcast or want to listen again, go to saleshiringstraighttalk.com and listen to episode 4.1, the second interview. We find the second interview is the most skipped step in the interviewing process. Why do hiring managers tend to skip this step? The three main reasons we hear are it takes too much time, I don't know what questions to ask, and I feel strongly that I've already identified the right candidate from the first interview. If you've had a great interview with a candidate, you may think, Why bother with meeting them for a second time? I know this is the person I want to hire. Our goal in podcast 4.1 was to challenge that thinking and make a strong case for not skipping that second interview. Today's podcast is about an important piece of the second interview, inviting other employees in the company to speak with your sales candidate. This is a great idea, but don't do it prior to the second interview. If in the first interview you discover that the candidate isn't right for your organization, why waste either the candidate or your valued colleague's time? So why ask other people in the company to meet your candidate? Well, a second opinion on the candidate from trusted sources can confirm or challenge your thinking so far. It's likely they'll identify or see things and maybe ask questions you hadn't thought of. And finally, it allows the candidate to get a bigger picture of the company and who they might be interacting with in the future. It gives them a truer feel for the company. While this is valuable, you can make a few missteps when asking colleagues to speak with your candidate. Here are four missteps that can happen when you ask too many or too few colleagues to participate, provide little or no direction about the questions or subjects you'd like to see them cover, fail to gather participating employees together for a post-interview discussion, and lastly, select the wrong current salespeople to be part of the second interview. Jennifer, let's talk about that first misstep, asking too many or too few colleagues to participate. It's not unusual to ask a close colleague you know and trust to interview your candidate, but if you only ask one person, you just get one opinion. And there's a danger that they'll agree with you rather than challenge your thinking. Get a broader perspective and consider asking people from key areas of your company that the candidate will probably commonly interact with, such as customer service, to also interview the candidate. But don't overwhelm the candidate. For a better candidate experience, it's probably a good idea to limit it to just three or four other interviewers. How much time should you schedule for these additional candidate interviews? It's probably easier on everyone if you aim to limit these interviews to 20 minutes at most. We've both seen well-meaning sales leaders drop off a candidate at a co-worker's office and then disappear without having a purpose or common time frame for the meeting to end. It's so true. With no advanced warning, background information, or a plan, a colleague once asked me if I would interview a candidate he was considering hiring. Two minutes later, he brought the candidate to my office saying, you two chat, bring him back to my office when you're done. 
The meeting wasn't as productive as it could have been, even though I asked a few standard interview questions. When I did bring the candidate back, my colleague wasn't even in his office. (laughs) We had to wait for him to return. And that was so awkward. Not a great impression for the candidate. Well, then, Suzanne, how can hiring managers avoid this second misstep? Meet with department leaders you'd like to include prior to the candidate's interview. Discuss what subjects would be helpful or valuable for them to cover. Make sure they have a copy of the resume and suggest a few questions of your own you would like to see them ask. For example, maybe your customer service manager should ask how frequently and under what circumstances your candidate needed to interact with that department. Have them inquire about negative and positive experiences. Jennifer, what's another misstep that can occur? The third misstep is when hiring managers fall just one step short, Suzanne. After the candidate has left, they go and they speak to each colleague individually, but they fail to gather them all together for a group debrief and discussion. What's the advantage to that? Well, there's a few of them. A group discussion gives you the chance to hear in real time experiences the managers had in common with the candidate, both positive and negative. It confirms impressions, um, especially if you hear one manager say to another, I thought it was just me, or that was an odd answer, wasn't it? And finally, a group meeting allows for an exchange of ideas, and it gives us the chance to learn from each other. We share and learn interview techniques and questions, and that's going to improve our interviewing skill set and help the company overall. Suzanne, you and I agree that candidates for open sales positions should also meet several of the current sales reps. We do. And this is where well-meaning managers make the fourth misstep in the second interview. Absolutely. Sales leaders with all the right intentions decide the candidate should meet and speak with the company's superstar rep. Why do you think that is, Suzanne? They want the candidate to have a great impression of the sales department and see what's possible from a compensation point of view. And there are a couple of issues with this. One, most superstar reps will center the conversation almost exclusively around compensation. It's what drives them. Superstars sometimes struggle to discuss other aspects of the job because it often comes so naturally to them. Mm -hmm. And secondly, this candidate might be a strong rep, but not a superstar. They may never be able to earn the kind of money the superstar earns, and especially not that first year. When their earnings fall short of what the superstar discussed, you deal with a disappointed employee. Those are really good points. So what do you recommend instead? Have the candidate meet with two reps, your very solid producer, and also the most recently hired rep. This gives the candidates both sides of the spectrum. They get a chance to speak with someone who is established and succeeding, as well as a recent hire who can relate to starting off with a new company. Interviews are meant to help you gather knowledge and information on a candidate before you hire them. Including other people from your company in a planned and coordinated way helps accomplish this. You make the most of the interview process, especially this second interview, when you ask the right number and the right colleagues to participate when you prepare coworkers in advance about their conversation with the candidate, hold a post-interview group discussion with all who met your candidate, and finally, consider which salespeople would be most helpful for the candidate to speak to. I shared my experience of my colleague dumping a candidate on me, creating an awkward and unfortunate hiring situation for me and the candidate. I'd like to leave you with another story that illustrates how you can lose a great candidate probably one you've invested time and effort in when you fail to plan and execute this second interview properly. A new sales manager at my company was interviewing his first sales rep. He thought this salesperson was an A player and was anxious to hire him. Inexperienced in interviewing, he took him to meet every colleague he could think of at the company. No advanced warning. No one had a resume. This manager interrupted people on the phone and disrupted the lunch of another colleague. 
When he called the rep the next day to offer him the job, the A player said, no, thank you. You wasted hours of my time meeting people for no reason. I wonder what you'd be like as a manager. A players can get away with speaking like that. My colleague was devastated, but learned a great lesson from that experience. He handled having candidates meet other employees very differently the next time out. Suzanne, that's a perfect example of something we've touched on in other podcasts, something that's becoming more and more important in hiring these days. It's called the candidate experience. This manager put the candidate in a situation that made them question both the hiring manager and the company. It created doubt about whether or not they really wanted to work there. And as a result, a great candidate turned down the job. Watch for our upcoming podcast with a guest who specializes in the topic of candidate experience. To be notified about this podcast or anytime we post a new podcast, go to LinkedIn and follow Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Thanks for listening today. We recognize and appreciate the hard work you do as sales leaders. We hope you found an idea or two that will help you in your sales hiring interviews. We created Sales Hiring Straight Talk to be a resource for you. At saleshiringstraighttalk.com, you can download an overview of our six-step hiring process and other episodes. You can also download the five most disturbing trends in the employment screening industry from our sponsor, Employment Screening Services. Finally, join us on LinkedIn to share sales hiring wisdom and ideas with us and fellow sales leaders. To find us, click join us on LinkedIn in the upper left-hand corner of our homepage. Now go make great sales hires. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk, so your sales hiring interviews rock.